Hello and welcome back to Here So We Don't Give Fun. My name is David. My name is David. My name is Thomas. And we are back with another episode. I don't know why I expected you to go, my name is Thomas. I really don't know why, after the beginning, I expected you to not mess up the intro. What beginning? But uh, when I when I started. Nothing so. happened when you started. Exactly. That's why I thought maybe he's not going to be an idiot this time. I, you say idiot. I say entertainment. That Why it's not entertaining? I mean, that's subjective. Thomas, a lot of people have given us compliments on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Not a single human person okay. has complimented your idiocy at the beginning of the podcast. Not a single human person has complimented your seriousness at the beginning of a it's podcast. It's not seriousness. It's starting a podcast. It sounds pretty serious. Oh, it's not, hello. I start off by saying, David. hello and welcome. welcome. Back. I start off with like a big old high pitch. Like it's not even, oh, it's oh, not Hold on, hold on. I got you. I got you. Let me do it. Let it is the it. opening of a podcast. Hold on. I got you. I got you. This is you. Hello. I am David, and I love Peyton Manning. First of all, sounds nothing like me. Sounds exactly like Second of like all, you. it sounds nothing like our intro. Everyone's going to be like... I haven't mentioned Peyton Manning in weeks. Everyone that's listening to this is like, whoa, what just happened to David's mic? And they're going to be shocked to find out that it was me. I'm just saying, there's a, there's a thing we do at the beginning, and you mess it up every week. Yeah. Okay. Every podcast, every show starts with an intro. Every podcast starts with an opening. It's not seriousness. It's business. Business. Yeah. I, business is booming because of my antics. You're welcome. Is it? Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah, it is. If I'm being honest, I think <laughs> this banter right here is why business is booming. Your face. How about and that? This banter happens a lot because of... You being dumb on this podcast. So no, because sense. because you don't understand me. You don't understand. I'm a I'm a I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. Thomas, you and me have been best friends for thirteen years. We've lived together for four. I don't know that anyone understands you better than me. Touche. Well, baseball. <laughs> How was that for a segue? That was great. That was great. Dude, real quick. Really fast. Speaking of segues. Segues, yes. The other day. Okay. I'm driving home. Right. And there was a man. Uh Uh-huh. Driving a segue down his driveway, pulling his garbage bin. If you should be anything, you should be efficient. Goes right down, puts his garbage bin by the side of the road. Turns around, back up the driveway with a Segway. When you say Segway, do you mean like Paul Full Blart Mall yes. Cop Segway? Yes. Not hoverboard? Full on Segway. Not one of those little hoverboards that kids have. Full on Segway. Handle. I'm pretty sure it had a cup holder. I don't know. I didn't get a great look at it. But like, it, I was like, man. And he has a full like privacy fence around his house. I was like, to be that rich and live in a house that small can you just imagine just like really fast put yourself into the shoes of like really fast really fast no i said fast you said really fast uh really fast see david i can i can imitate you but you just can't do a good me i wasn't imitating you i was saying that i was saying the how you said the word fast you said really fast you can't prove that 
We have it on recording. Uh, not if I hit the delete button. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, no, but can you like just put yourself into the shoes of someone who like buys a Segway specifically for the purpose of taking their trash to the end of their driveway? I I doubt it, what, that is specifically the purpose for which they bought the Segway. Okay, well, what else would they use it for? Malls? I don't know. Yeah, they they. I don't, I, you know, I, I don't, I've never looked into this, so I don't know if this is true. This just feels like something that would be true. Are you even allowed to take a Segway into a mall? Because that's what mall cops use. Isn't there some sort of, like, concern Thomas, about mistaken possibility? Let me, let me ask you a question. Okay. Have you ever seen a police officer in the mall on a Segway? Actually, yeah. Um, like, multiple times. At Opry Mills. At Opry Mills? At Opry Mills. I grew up going to that mall, and I've never once seen an actual mall cop. Well, no one on ever no one ever accused you of being observant. That's a fact. So. Yeah. I am probably the least observant person. No, you know like where the aquarium the restaurant is? Yeah. That's around that uh, part of the mall. That is where I've always seen them, but I have seen them. Once I saw an idiot trying to climb onto the hippo uh, outside of the... Yeah, that sounds like a dumb person. Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, that sounds like a dumb person. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty dumb. Yeah. It was for like 10 bucks too, not even like a good cash grab. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, that person must have been real dumb. <laughs> anyway. These random people that we interact with. In I don't know what people use segways for, if I'm being honest. Uh, to get from one point to another. But I would love to own one. You would hurt yourself. How do you hurt yourself on a Segway? By falling off the Segway. I wouldn't fall. You act like I'm an uncoordinated person. Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that Segways are a very uh, acquired taste. Not acquired taste, but I like they're it. a very acquired skill. I doubt it. You would fall off. I doubt it. Okay. I feel like Segways aren't the same. I, I wore Heelys. I rode my Heelys. There's a big difference between Heelys and Segways. But, no, I'm saying, but like there, there is a challenge to riding Heelys. I mean, yeah. Like it, you have to figure out the balance, yeah. right? You have to do it with bicycles. You have to do it with rollerblades. You have to do it with ice skates. I can do all those things. I could figure out how to ride a Segway. Okay, right. But like the difference is with like Heelys is you really just have to figure out balance for three sides with a segue you need four all four sides and like what? it because like you go you know backward forward side side whereas a heely you just got to worry about backward and side side have you ever ridden a segue that's a dumb question you seem to have a lot of confidence in the skill it takes to ride a segue for someone who's probably never even touched a segue i have touched a segue. let alone ridden i a have segue. touched a segue i haven't ridden a segway for very obvious reasons do you know many people who have yeah cripple camp baby a bunch of people at cripple camp rode segways yeah we did a lot of stuff a lot of things segways were one of the things one time for a you know, portion of us, obvious reasons, again. Uh, what? Why are you looking at me like that? Because I think you're lying about your knowledge of Segways! I, no, I didn't ride a Segway. 
but I do know people who have ridden a Segway, and I have like gone, like I have been given instructions on how to ride a Segway. I decided I didn't want to die, so I didn't die. Being you know hyperbole, I didn't want to sprain my ankle. I think here's what I think. I think you know a couple people who have ridden a Segway. Okay. And one of them was like, it's pretty hard to get used to. Okay. And so you have created this thing in your head that it's like super hard to ride a Segway. And you're talking about it with an obscene level of confidence. That's because I believe what I say. Segways cannot be that hard. I mean, listen, maybe not for like a normal bodied person like you. They might Uh, not be hard. I don't know how normal bodied I am. I mean. I got some janky knees. Uh, you have two knees without an ACL. Only one of my knees is potentially missing an ACL. And the other one is potentially missing a meniscus. We don't know that. I mean, they're strong. There's strong never been evidence. significant trauma to my right knee. Minus that one time I hyperextended it. Hey, Teddy Bridgewater tore every ligament in his knee just walking. Yeah. A lot of people have done that. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is... Baseball. Quit messing up our intro. Ten minutes later. Way to finally drive home that point. Also, don't talk about stuff you don't know about. I, I do that on a regular basis. Fair enough. That's the only reason we have a podcast. Is because we talk about stuff we don't know about. Literally. <laughs> Speaking of stuff we don't know enough about, today, we're going to talk about uh, a little bit of baseball. Boo. A little bit of basketball. Boo. A little bit of soccer. Yeah. And a lot of bit of fun. Fun? I was trying to be, like, playful. Oh. And a lot of fun. F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're welcome. What is this podcast so far? Uh, yes. Oh. Yeah, Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Is segwaying a sport? No. Should be. Rollerblading's a sport. Yeah, but I don't... Why is the roller derby done on rollers and not segways? Listen. That'd be fun. That would be... A f- I'd watch that. Yeah, I would watch that too. I would watch that. I would watch that too. Okay, what about like real life Rocket League? But like on segways. Why segways? Why not? Why not real, like, dune cars? Because like, that's, that's already cages. a thing. Huh? That's already a thing. Not with Rocket League. No, like, there's car soccer. Really? Yeah. It's real bad. So real-life so- uh, Rocket League is a real thing? I mean, like, to a degree, you know, wow. there's no aerial well, obviously. 1080s, obviously. you know, boost explosions. Like, it's actually really, like, boring. Really? Yeah. I can't imagine how that would be boring. I mean, it's basically like it's basically the sport comes down to who, like the first like break like the ball breaking away from the group who gets to it first. That's what it comes down to. I mean, that's like me when I play Rocket League. If I don't get a good shot on the first ball, I'm not gonna win. Yeah, no, no, no. But like in Rocket League, you can do like a backflip to get yeah, yeah, backwards yeah. and like power slide a lot smoother than you know cars do in real life. So can you do tricks on segways? I would imagine. I don't know. We've talked too much about segways uh, so far. 
too much talk about segways and not enough segwaying. Yeah. 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 So yeah. anyway, uh, we're going to talk about baseball. We're going to talk about basketball. We're going to talk about soccer. Which one would you like to talk about first? Let's get the worst of it out of the way. Basketball? Basketball. All right. Uh, so if you are not aware, basketball playoffs are going on. Really now, fast. Yes. How many people do you think we just upset? Uh, <laughs> by calling basketball worse than uh, soccer and, and baseball. baseball? Yeah. Probably a lot. Definitely Chris. Nah, he'll get over it. Sorry about it, Turner. He'll get over it. So, yeah, the basketball playoffs have started. Yeah, so obviously we've said this before. Thomas and I, neither one watch basketball, don't really like basketball. But this is a sports podcast. Yeah. The NBA playoffs are very relevant. So we're at least going to talk about it, catch you up on it. Uh, maybe not go like super in depth if you want that. Probably not the podcast for you for basketball, at least. But um, we do want to get you guys caught up. So if you missed, the first round is officially over and the second round has begun. A lot of upsets in the first round. On the East, Milwaukee, number one seed going into the playoffs, was upset by the eight seed Miami Heat. And the introduction, wow. or I guess the reintroduction, of Hemi Butler. Hemi? His name is Jimmy. He's oh. him. Oh, Hemi oh. I, I, see you, I see what you did there. Jimmy Butler had an absolutely ridiculous first round of the playoffs to the point where they. Uh, knock off the Milwaukee Bucks in five games, four to one. Giannis was out for the majority of that series, so take that L with a grain of salt. But one of the coolest things of the postseason so far did come from that loss. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Don't love basketball, do love Giannis. Uh, Giannis is at a postgame interview, and he he was asked, "Do you see the season as a failure because you lost?" And he gives this beautiful answer. I'm not even going to try to uh, tell you what he said, but I can give you the summation. He basically said there's no such thing in failure or as failure in sports. You can take loss. Sometimes it's your time to win. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes you're ahead. Sometimes you're behind. Sometimes it's your turn. Sometimes it's someone else's turn. Uh, but if you, the only thing you can do is learn from that and grow from that. Uh, and, and there's no such thing as a true failure in sport. And that very much echoes what other athletes in the past have said. Michael Jordan said stuff like that. Tiger Woods has said stuff similarly. But I think we get so caught up in sports, uh, we as fans especially, we have this idea that if our team doesn't win the championship every year, we're pissed off. How many happy Dallas Cowboys fans do you know? Way more than I should. When it comes to sports. Any of them, honestly. All of them, yeah. None of them are happy with their team. Oh. They all... Sorry, I thought I, I thought you meant something different. No, no, no. I'm saying how many happy Dallas sports fans do you know? Oh, uh, none. Because it none. doesn't matter if they win none. 12 games. It yeah. doesn't matter if Dak throws 5,000 yards. It doesn't matter if Zeke has 1,500 rushing yards. Nothing matters. They're always unhappy because they're not winning in the playoffs. Uh, it's just, I'm a Colts fan. We haven't won a championship since 2006. I get it. I'm always pissed off. We have a new quarterback every year. I found uh, the Colts had what a lot of people said is one of the best drafts in the NFL. Not the best draft, but yeah. Yeah, I said one of the best. Yeah, the best was Pittsburgh, so you know. 
Listen, I don't think that's a super hot take. It honestly, dude, like Pittsburgh had a phenomenal it, it, draft. It really like, isn't, and it makes me feel really yeah, excited. Pittsburgh had a phenomenal draft. I'm not even normally. I would be like, yeah, yeah, whatever, and then dog on Pittsburgh. But like, nah, you're right. Uh, PFF graded every one of the Steelers' draft picks as potential starters this season, and I'm like, yeah. let's let's calm down a little bit. Like but you know, like, like like yeah, like hype hype it up, you know. But like, let's let's simmer down. Like yeah. maybe there's only four of them, you know. But anyway, a lot of people calling the Colts a top five draft class this year. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm unhappy. We have a new starting quarterback. I have cautious optimism. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. We as sports fans forget that these guys are athletes, that they're going to grow and that they're going to learn, that bad things happen to our teams. Like, And at the end of the day, it is a game that is played that has absolutely zero consequence to us, right? And so we want to label people, we want to label seasons, we want to label teams as failures. And I think... As we should. Giannis saying this is a good reminder that, like, the bill always comes due. It'll come back around. You can't win it every year. And ultimately, this is but a game, right? This is a thing that... Uh, we can grow from, we can learn from, but there's no such thing as a failure. It was a super awesome moment in the press conference. Uh, coaches literally around the world of soccer teams, hockey teams, football teams, bat- other basketball teams have been commenting on how awesome the comments were. Obviously, Milwaukee walks home with an L, but Giannis comes out of that uh, post-game press conference with a big old W. Uh, and it was a really cool, I just think it was a really cool moment. And, uh, you know, Milwaukee might have gotten swept did you say swept or just no, eliminated? Four to okay. One. Yeah, yeah. Four, oh, almost swept. Yeah. Oof. Uh, Milwaukee might have, you know, gotten eliminated earlier than a lot of people were expecting, but uh, I don't think they took the biggest L in round one. I think that's a uh, reserve to Mr. Dennis Brooks. Dylan Brooks. There you go. Not Dennis Brooks. <laughs> Dylan Brooks. Yes. On the Grizzlies. Yeah, man. Dylan Brooks. Also a high seed, losing to a low seed. The two seed Memphis Grizzlies take an L uh, from the Los Angeles Lakers, the seven seed in six games. Uh, Dylan Brooks being the vocal uh, leader, I guess, of that Instigator. Uh, Dylan Brooks, if you don't know, if you haven't been keeping up, did nothing but talk absolutely mad garbage the entire series. And then they lost. And then he got cut. Uh, I don't think it's... Could you try again? Shut up, Siri. (laughs) Thank you, Siri. Um, I don't think he got... Has been officially released yet. Um, But the team has made it clear that he will not be with the team next season. Uh, Which is a little bit wild for Dylan Brooks. Because earlier this year, he uh, rejected an $80 million deal from the Grizzlies. I bet that would be looking real good right now. <laughs> yeah, but then again, I don't know, dude. Like, after that report came out, I, my phone was blowing up with notifications and articles about where he could go and what he could sign for. And I don't even follow basketball. And I'm like, what in the world? Why? Why do I have 30 notifications from the NBA right now on my phone? Uh, Dylan Brooks is not a bad. Player, he's not that good though. I don't think his market is crazy high. 
Right. But I do think there are going to be people who he's going to get signed. He's going to get paid. Um, he is a good player, but he's nothing like he's not like one of the best in the league or anything like that by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, he's better than LeBron. Um, I will literally <laughs> walk to the kitchen right now and stab you live on air. Don't why what? don't disrespect LeBron James. You, but the kitchen's the opposite direction. I don't have anything to stab you with right now. Oh, 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 oh. I have to go get a knife. Then come. I, the way you made it sound was that like I was recording in the bat or not in the bathroom in the kitchen, and you no. were recording elsewhere. No, okay. no, no, no. Okay, Sorry. that makes no. that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, Dylan no. Brooks also better than Michael. But I mean, not, yeah, that's but, true. But not better than Kobe. Michael's what fourth best all time? Yeah, Third? something like that. Fifth, might maybe? be fifth. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, now that's going to piss some people off. <laughs> Michael is solidly second best all time. Um, behind LeBron, obviously. But anyway. And Kobe. L.A., 4-2. to win, uh, Series win over Memphis. Dylan Brooks talked mad, mad, mad crap. Saying he didn't, res- didn't respect LeBron, this, that, and the other. Ahead of game six, he said, I don't respect anyone until they drop 40 on me. The Lakers won game six by 40 points. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. It was pretty funny. I, um, listen, there are certain people in any sport that you just like, whenever someone makes a name by being a uh, instigator with this person, it generally doesn't result well. LeBron James is not someone I'm trying to instigate. Yeah. Like, if I'm a player, and, like, I'm not saying this to, like, throw shade at anyone, but, like, I would talk smack about Luka. I'd talk smack about Jokic. Like, if, if you're going after LeBron, obviously, like, pedigree doesn't matter to you. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't I, – I would leave LeBron alone. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I'm not trying to spar- – I'm not trying to channel prime LeBron. That's not what I'm trying to do. Yeah, and, and LeBron didn't play. I think he had one game with thirty points, and then he had a couple double doubles. But like, he didn't play lights out this series by any yeah. means. Uh, but he did play really well, especially considering it's his twentieth year in the NBA. He's thirty eight years old, uh, and he played. I mean, phenomenal basketball. Uh, I think AD, however, has been the guy for the Lakers. The problem with Anthony Davis so far is he's been rather inconsistent. If you look at his point totals. You'll see 33 one night, and you'll see 11 next night, and 14 one night, and then 28 one night. And then um, he's been a little bit inconsistent. And if they want to beat the Warriors in the second round, they're going to have to get more consistent. AD is going to have to be more consistent. LeBron is going to have to play vintage LeBron ball uh, because these these Warriors are uh, playing pretty dadgum good basketball. Which leads us into the next series, Sacramento versus Golden State where Golden State won in seven games. This made me sad. I am a big fan of the young Sacramento team. Uh, I think they're... I think it's fun when, like, a young, not crazy, highly paid team is doing well in a sports league. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so and that's the Sacramento Kings. They're young. No one on there is making $100 million a year. Like, they are not supposed to be where they are and yet they found themselves in the third seed in the west and have been a really good team uh they took golden state to seven games golden state obviously got it done clay and steph have both been absolutely on fire 
Uh, Draymond Green has been, you know, Draymond Green, good defense, not putting up 30 points a game or anything. Uh, but that moves Golden State into the second round. Uh, have you noticed a trend yet? We've talked about three series. So far, in all three of the series, the underdogs have won the series. The lower seed has won the series. And oh, that man. does like, not... I know you literally like just said Sacramento was the three seed. Yeah. But like when you're talking about Golden State, I just automatically assume... They're the six seed, baby. That's wild. They only won 44 games this year. I'm... They were only two games above 500 this year. But they're such a good team. Are they? I mean, any team that's got Seth, Clay, Draymond, Poole... I think Steph. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said Seth. No, Seth Steph. is on Brooklyn. Yeah, no. Although, I mean, listen, Golden State needs to do needs to do the league to favor. Wow, English Thomas, figure it out. Jeez, Golden State needs to do the league a favor and bring Seth over to join Steph and just have the Splash Bros and the Curry Bros. Fun fact: Seth is. Statistically, not bad. As far off of Steph as we might think. No, like we have such a separation, but I think it's because Seth, his entire career has been a bench guy. Like he doesn't have nearly as many minutes as Steph, but like look at their numbers and their percentages and stuff. Pretty similar. Seth's not far off. Anyway, um, but the underdogs continuing to win is not over yet. The final underdog that won the five seed would beat the four seed in the East into the New York Knicks. Yes, the New York Knickerbockers end up taking over and beating the Cleveland Cavaliers in five games. Uh, Cleveland making a four seed, unexpected. Uh, Cleveland was very... I, I see Cleveland and Pittsburgh in the same light. Uh, Pittsburgh in baseball, the Pirates. Uh, uh. Early in the season, they're doing really, really well like the Pirates are right now, and everyone just knows they're going to fall off. Why are you putting this evil on me? Hold on. Okay. But somehow, Cleveland held on the entire season. They secured themselves a four seed in the East, which, given, is the easier division when it com- or easier conference when it comes to the NBA. But Not if still you ask holds ja. on to the four seed in the East. What? Not if you ask Ja. Ja Morant. He dropped that quote at the beginning of the uh, series. I ain't worried about anybody from the West. Oh, well, that was just Jobby and Ja. I'm sure if he was in the East, he would have said the same thing. I mean, no, that's fair. That's fair. I was just saying, not according to Ja. Yeah, fair enough. I think it's funny that you just keep trying to like randomly throw stuff in about basketball because you know you don't know anything about basketball. I mean, I don't. I would. I would appreciate not being called out like that, but like. <laughs> Listen, now, now everybody knows. I don't know anything about basketball either. I had to look all this stuff up. <laughs> hey, and you're better. Oh, oh. There was one thing else okay. about the... I'm going to finish what I'm saying about Cleveland and, and the Pirates and baseball. Okay. And then I forgot something. Anyway, everyone was just waiting on the shoe to drop with Cleveland. They were going to fall off, but they found themselves four seed in the East, making it to the playoffs. Um, obviously, Donovan Mitchell is now a Cleveland Cavalier, and so he's been leading that team. Really good showing. They have a lot of really good young guys on that team. The future is looking bright in Cleveland for the first time in the last 20 years without LeBron. Um, But the reason I compared them to the Pirates is because the Pirates aren't, like, aren't just playing good baseball, like, 
They're the best team in baseball. I mean, they're not. But they're not just playing like... They're not getting lucky. They're not facing the worst pitchers in the league. It's not like they've had the worst schedule so far. Like, they're playing good, fundamental, solid, defensive, offensive baseball. Like, they're not just... They haven't just lucked into the fourth spot in Major League Baseball. They're playing really good ball. So, like, while, yes, I'm sure a lot of people are looking at Pittsburgh saying... Oh, they're gonna fall off at some point. I, based off of just what we've seen, Pittsburgh has a real shot based on how well they've been playing at winning the Dagum division this year, which isn't a strong division, but a they dub. still have a good shot at winning the division. They, uh, if they're not, if the rest of the league isn't careful, the Pirates might steal the division. Get it? They're coming for that booty. Get it? Because Pirates steal. Yeah, I get it. Pillage. It's a piracy joke. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the the thing I forgot to mention, I saw a clip after the series where Nick Wright for uh, Fox Sports did a breakdown of Dylan Brooks' advanced statistics. Mm-hmm. And in almost every advanced metric, yeah, Dylan Brooks is dead last in the first round of the playoffs out of every single player that touched a basketball. Oof. And in the ones where he's not dead last, he's like third or fourth from last. So Dylan Brooks talked all this smack and then was quite literally the worst player in the entire postseason. I mean, like. Which I think is hilarious. I mean, like, that's just, like, subjective. No, that's statistics. I never took statistics. I did. It was a horrible class. I don't recommend it. It's not worth understanding. Hey, no, 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 yeah, no, that is terrible. Uh, that what a what a what what a should be humbling moment for Dylan Brooks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you got to be competitive at that level, you know, and you got to have that edge. But like, you also have to like some semblance of walking the walk, you know, or get hurt and be like, ah. I was hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not actually that bad. After just, the series, you should have taken a hammer to his toe. And like, I was playing with a broken toe. Uh, there is a quarterback. It might have been Gardner Minshew. I, I can't remember who. Uh, who, like, while playing Juco. So, like, there's a difference between redshirting and medical redshirting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if he'd gotten a medical red shirt, he would be, he would have been given an extra year of eligibility. So he like took a hammer to his hand and just like smacked the living day, like broke his hand so that he could get a medical red shirt. Wow. That's, that sounds like a very Gardner Minshew thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've taken a hammer to my hand, but it's when I missed the nail. Ah, ah. I do that often. uh, I have never done that because uh, anytime I I have a hammer and I'm using it, I'm very intentional. Fair enough. Because uh, I've I've seen the cartoons, you know. Yeah. I don't I don't want you that. You want your finger to blow up like a red balloon. I don't I don't need a globe attached to my hand. <laughs> okay. I I just I don't. Uh, one time I went home and uh, to my grandparents' house. My grandparent, my granddad's nail was just black and blue. I was like. What that happened? Looks, that looks pain. That sounds. And he goes, "Well, I was hammering something, and I missed a nail and hit my hit my thumb." I said, "Do you do that often?" And he goes, "No, I'm normally pretty good about it." 
it's probably your granny distracting me. And it's like, all right, all right, calm down there, big guy. <laughs> but yeah, no, it looks painful. I've never done it hard or bad or anything, but uh, we're off topic again. Yeah. We've talked about the four lower seeds that beat out the one seed. Now yeah. let's talk about the four, or the higher seeds. Just the hammer on that point. Higher seeds that beat... <laughs> Nailed it. That beat their lower seeds like they should have. The uh, Philadelphia 76ers and the reigning MVP, Joel Embiid, won the MVP this year. Much deserved. Back-to-back scoring title champion. Uh, They swept the Brooklyn Nets, the uh, team that had a surprising uptick at the end of the season after getting rid of Kyrie Irving and James James Harden. Uh, After getting rid of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, surprisingly won quite a few games. We're still able to make the playoffs. So, again, as you pointed out earlier, I don't really know a whole lot about basketball. That's not really the most surprising thing to me. Like, yes, Kyrie and KD are both really exceptional players, and it it logically makes sense that if you go from having two superstars to zero superstars, your team should get worse. But like, and maybe this just might be my lack of, uh, my lack of experience in like what, like basketball coverage, but it seemed like every time I heard about the Nets, it was drama. There was a lot of drama, a lot of dysfunction going on between coaches, between players. Um, there was a lot of that. Yeah. Sure. So like, I'm There's not. There's a reason it didn't work. It's not and one it's of not those, because of a lack of talent. It's not one of those things where like I was like, oh yeah, now that these two guys who seem to cause drama yeah. in their career and their history are gone. Like I wasn't expecting them to play better, but I wouldn't have been I would have been just as not surprised if they had sucked. Yeah. You I know? got you. I got you. Uh but Philadelphia beats Brooklyn. Um Phoenix beat LA four to one. Uh here's the thing to know about Kevin Durant is you could make an argument that he's the greatest scorer in NBA history. And in the time he has played with Phoenix, they have played, he has played specifically, phenomenally. At the end of the first round, they, anytime Kevin Durant has played, they have lost one game. And that was the one game in this series that they lost to the Clippers. Now, fast forward a few weeks later, they've played three against Denver. They have lost two. They're down two to one against Denver. But... Um, nonetheless, Kevin Durant has been playing phenomenal basketball with the Suns. They are a significantly better team with Kevin Durant. Devin Booker has been playing pretty well, especially in this, uh, last game against Denver, but we'll talk about that in just a second. Um, but yeah, LA lost to Phoenix and then, uh, Boston beat Atlanta four games to two. That's not really surprising. Boston is still a force. A lot of people... Uh, are picking Boston to come out of the East and to win the whole daggum thing this year. I which mean, is a bit surprising to me because Bo- it's been a little quiet out of Boston this season. I'm a big Jason Tatum fan. I am too, man. And I uh, hate that because he's a Boston athlete, but I am too. Honestly, like I like a lot of Boston basketball players. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Uh, you know what's infuriating about hating Boston sports? That you have to hate the Celtics? I love so many players on so many Boston sports teams. I remember you being visibly like excited when um, Mookie Betts got traded. Yeah, because and I love Mookie Betts. It was Mookie Betts and someone else who was like a stud too, wasn't it? Both going to the Dodgers? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't but know. point is, 
Uh, I hate Boston, but I love a lot of... I think Rafael Devers is the best third baseman in baseball, and he's one of my favorite players, but he's a freaking Red Sox, and I, I hate it. I agree completely. Yeah. Name another third baseman in Major League Baseball. Joey Votto. Fair enough. Wait, yeah? He hasn't played much third base in the last 10 years, but he has at some point in his career played third base. A-Rod. Doesn't play baseball anymore. Did. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, and then lastly, Denver beat Minnesota four games to one. Uh, Rudy Gobert losing to his old team. Yikes. The uh, No, he played for the Jazz. Yep. Don't listen to me. Uh, but Jokic... Obviously playing fundamental basketball. Jamal Murray making his comeback after missing significant time the last two seasons with injury. Playing really good in that first round. Um, and I think we are running low on time. This has been going on a lot longer than than, than I thought. And so we're going to just speed through what's happened so far in the second round. Um, you know the first round. Second round, Miami, New York. Uh that series is surprisingly tied. I really thought with all the momentum Miami had coming in, New York didn't have a chance. But New York shut out Miami really well uh, in the game that they won. That series is tied. The surprise, I think, Philadelphia is down two games to one to Boston. I personally thought this was Philly's year. They're going to go. And it still hasn't, could be. Hasn't Philly been like a really popular pick like the last three, four years? Yeah. They've been a really good team and just for like, about four or five years. There's and always something that just... They always fall off in the postseason. But this season, Harden is playing really well. Now full season with the team. Tyrese Maxey playing really well. Uh, obviously, Joel Embiid won the MVP back-to-back scoring titles. But... Joel Embiid was nowhere to be found in the last game. The Boston Celtics absolutely blew out Philadelphia, and they currently have a 2-1 series lead in that one. And then in the first two games in the Denver and Phoenix series, Denver just cakewalked over Phoenix. And then Devin Booker said, all right, I'm tired of this, and summoned his inner bubble, Devin Booker, (laughs) and went absolutely ham, 50-plus points, and uh, Phoenix was able to steal a game and make this a series. So it is now 2-1, to one, still in Denver's favor. Denver, another team, been very good the last few years. However, always fallen short in the postseason. Also, fun fact, the head coach of Denver is one of only four coaches in the NBA who has been on their team since the 2018-19 season. Wow. 26 coaches since the 2018-19 season. Only four have remained. 26 have had turnover. 26 teams. Do you happen to know the four? Could uh, I Greg guess? Popovich. Never mind. Huh? I was going to say, could I guess? Oh, yeah. Go. Okay, okay. Can I do team, not coach? Sure. I'll, I'll say the coach I know, but Steve okay. Kerr? Yep. Uh, Brad Lambert? No. Oh, really? He's not with the Celtics anymore? No. Terrible. No, he hasn't been for years. Oh. Yikes. Not years, but last season it was a new guy, and that guy got fired, and now they have a new okay, guy. Okay, 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 okay. Trailblazers. No. Okay, okay, okay. San Antonio Spurs. Yes. Dallas Mavericks. No. Miami Heat. Yes. Wait, really? Eric Spolster. Oh, Toronto? No. Eric Spolster's been the coach of the Heat for a minute. Uh, Started as a video coordinator. Okay, okay, okay. Memphis. No. Okay, okay. Uh, Detroit. Thomas. Milwaukee. Thomas, you already know the answer. Miami? Yeah. San Antonio? Yeah. Golden State? Yeah. 
Who did I just say was the only one of only four? Uh, I, I know all of them. Woo! Who are we talking about right now? Uh, we are talking about Phoenix. And playing against? Colorado. Denver. Denver. The Nuggets. <laughs> Gold star. <laughs> Those are the four. Uh, anyway, and then uh, the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors are currently tied at one. In game one, fun fact, every single Laker was playing phenomenal basketball. Clay, Steph, and Poole each had six three-pointers by themselves. That's 18 three-pointers between the three of them. The entire Lakers team made six three-pointers all night, and the Lakers still won. (laughs) And then fast forward to game two, Golden State wins by, uh, like, 20. So, uh, they are playing right now. I checked just before we started recording. The Golden State was up by one uh, in the third, not third, second period, quarter, not period. But... That's where we stand as far as the NBA playoffs goes. Exciting stuff. Uh, really fast. LeBron's about to win his fifth, baby. Do you mean to tell me that the Phoenix Suns roster includes Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, and DeAndre Ayton? Yes. That is a uh, that is a pretty pretty stacked roster. I don't know how the league let that happen. They're usually pretty good about, you know, preventing Chris Paul from joining the super teams. <laughs> well, Chris Paul was there before DeAndre Ayton and before Kevin Durant. Uh, it was Chris Paul and Devin Booker. They drafted DeAndre Ayton, and they just traded this season for... DeAndre Ayton's been in the league for, like, since 2019. Yeah. Chris Paul was on the Rockets then. You're right. Boom. You're right. But DeAndre Ayton wasn't what DeAndre Ayton is right see? now. See? I know basketball stuff. That's true. Bam, bam. Uh, I don't know when DeAndre Ayton was drafted, so I can't confirm it was 2019, but he's been in the league for about four or five years. So I'm pretty that, sure he was the number one overall tracks. pick. I don't think he was first overall. I'm I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. I'm likely wrong. <laughs> but uh, we have 19 minutes left. All right. So, uh, And I, I feel like baseball was supposed to take up more than basketball, unless I was mistaken on that. Yeah, it was. Okay, okay, okay. So okay, well, I can what make we can it. Do. No, no. Here's what we can do. Let's not rush it. We we'll cover a little bit of baseball next episode. Baseball, soccer, bam, easy peasy, lemon squeezed into the lemonade. All right, bam. Sounds good to me. Sounds like a plan, Stan. Here's what you need to know about baseball right now. Okay, the Pirates uh, are the best team in the league. The Yankees suck, yes. and that's that means baseball is not worth watching. Uh, but the Pirates are the best team in the league, so hell might have frozen over. So baseball is worth watching. The Pirates are not the best team in the league, but that the Pirates are the best team in their division and the fourth best team Same in thing. the league. Uh, again, in a weak division with Milwaukee, Chicago, Cincinnati, and St. Louis, uh, Pittsburgh has taken full advantage. They have won a lot of series. They have a plus 27 run differential. I feel like you're really harping on the weak division part. No, we that's, don't have that's good that for... They play 162 games, Thomas. Yeah. This isn't like, this isn't like, um, like football or hockey where like you have to win these. Like it's the it's a similar percentage of like division games. Actually, I think it's significantly smaller in baseball. But division wins are not as important in baseball. Winning your division is important because it's a guaranteed playoff spot. Okay. So. 
winning in a bad division, it, they're using that to their advantage. They're winning a lot of games, and they don't really have to worry about people on their heels. They have a good chance at winning that division. But I no, would. like the games that they're in, I'm not saying they're only doing this well because they're in a weak division, so they're playing bad teams. Because I mean, they're in the toughest division, so they're for real. They're not in the toughest division. That's subjective. I just went through the other four teams in the division. Name them. Milwaukee. Cincinnati. Okay. Uh, Philly? No. That doesn't make any sense. That is so dumb. Why is Philly and Pittsburgh not in the same division? They're both in the National League, too. That makes so, that is so dumb. I mean, the Yankees and the Mets aren't in the same division. Uh, it's but they're not, also not in the same. The league. Nats aren't in the same division. No. Right. Okay. So how many teams am I missing? The Nats are last in their division. Though. Yeah, they suck. You're missing two. I have Milwaukee, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. No. Cleveland's in the AL. That makes no sense. Baseball. This is why. Well, I the AL like and the NL are two different. Like you. Like again, oh, the it's Mets. Like the AFC, NFC. Yeah, the um, Mets and the Yankees. AFC, NFC, A, uh, AL, NL. The worst part is, is didn't you like just read off yeah. the entire? You're missing the Cubs and the Cardinals. Ah, both teams that suck. Um, I knew the Cardinals, but I was like, nah, St. Louis is too far. But no, yes, you are correct. The Pirates are playing uh, phenomenal baseball. They are currently the uh, oh, I'm sorry, fifth best team in Major League Baseball. They have the fifth best record. Um, the fourth best team. They actually just won a game, a couple like last night to put them above Pittsburgh. Tampa. Uh, unfortunately. It is the really stupid Boston Boston Red Sox. (laughs) Uh, But here's why the Yankees suck. Not why the Yankees suck, but why it's going to be a tough road ahead for the Yankees. Because they they do play in the toughest division in baseball. Three out of the top four teams in Major League Baseball all come out of the AL East, as do the New York Yankees. Aaron Judge has gone on the 10-day IL. Won't be coming back until next week. The uh, offense for the Yankees has been horrendous. I mean, horrendous. And outside of Garrett Cole, our pitching has been abysmal. Garrett Cole, former notable pirate. Garrett Cole, currently probably the best pitcher in baseball. Uh, But, unfortunately, we can't play him every week. because Or every game. Because uh, he would die. His arm would, at least. Probably explode. We have guys that we signed to make better that are currently on IL. We've had guys who are just playing very, very bad. Like Joey Gallo last season, great bat, comes to the Yankees, bats 150. It's just, for some reason, guys put on the pinstripes and they start playing terrible baseball. And it's kind of frustrating and annoying. You know what's more frustrating and annoying? What's that? For me, as a baseball fan, it seems like every time we have a player who's not trash, we trade him. The Pirates. Hey, it's working out for you this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First time in 300 Years. And you got one of those guys back, and he's playing phenomenal ball this year. Yeah. And Andrew wonder, McCutcheon. What, wonder what would have happened if we'd gotten him his whole career. But, you know. <laughs> but if, I'm not bitter. In case you were uh, curious if the top of the league looks exactly what you thought it would look like, um, don't worry, it doesn't. The current leader in Major League Baseball, a seemingly unstoppable team with a absurd record of 27-7 and is the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, someone we expected to be at the top in second place with the Atlanta Braves. And then third place in the league. 
Notably, one of the worst franchises in the entirety of Major League Baseball has not been relevant in 25 years has been the laughingstock of the AL East for the last 100 years. The Baltimore freaking Orioles are 22-11, and 11, tied for the second best record in freaking baseball, and are third overall in the league. You want to hear something? What? You know, when you mentioned Tampa, it just reminded me. You want to know how I can sum up my existence as a Pirates fan? Let me tell you. It was, it's one trade. Sums it up. Uh, the Pirates traded Tyler Glasgow and Austin Meadows to the Tampa Bay Rays for Chris Archer. <laughs> that, that sums it up. LOL. That is my existence as a Pirates fan. Well, Baker is a Tampa Bay Rays fan, so I'm sure he's well, losing yeah, his mind yeah. right Don't now. Don't worry. We'll trade O'Neal Cruz to him, to them. Probably McCutcheon, too. Um, but right now, we have, again, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, Baltimore at 1, 2, and 3. And then rounding out the top 10, we have uh, Boston, Pittsburgh, Toronto, yeah. Texas. The Rangers freaking suck. Uh, the Dodgers all the way down at six. Did you just say that Texas Rangers suck? Because uh, Chuck Norris might take offense to that. Not six, uh, eight. Uh, and yes, the Texas Rangers suck. Oh, buddy. Chuck Norris is coming for you. The Dodgers all the way down at eight. The Los Angeles Angels, the team that has all the star power but can never win, finally winning at nine. And then the Arizona Diamondbacks coming in. At 10th place in the league. So the league has been very, very weird. Uh, In case you're wondering, it seems like nothing good can happen for sports fans in New York. They finally get Aaron Rodgers. The Jets are looking great. They might even win the division. The Mets and the Yankees are both playing terrible. The Yankees are 18 and 16. The Mets at a 517 and 17. They've lost nine out of their last 11 games. And the Yankees are the worst team in their division. Uh, it is sounds successful to me. A rough life to be a Yankees fan. It is not fun. It sucks. Uh, and then another notable thing: the uh, Oakland Athletics are historically bad. Yep. They have played so far. 33 games. Okay. Would you like to take a gander at their win total? 13. It should be. Cut that in half. Six? Seven. Seven. Oh, buddy. (laughs) Oh, no. 33 games. The Oakland Athletics are 7 and 26. (laughs) What? Do they have a high school team out there? Their home record is 3-15. and 15. People are paying to go see their favorite team 18 times, and they have three wins. Oh. Their goal different, their run differential, oh. it's not called a goal differential in baseball. Oh, no. What do you think their run differential is? I have no idea how to gauge this, but hold on. They played 33 games. Yeah. They've won six. Seven. Seven. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to guess negative 52. Uh. Do you remember what Boston, the Bruins, their goal differential was this year? Uh, it was like plus 120-something. Take that plus and add a minus. You're kidding. There's no way. The Oakland Athletics you're, run you're differential kidding. is minus 121. You're, no. 
No. That means they have allowed 121 more runs than they have scored. Oh, my God. In 33 games. Just for, like, I don't know. I'm not a big, I don't follow baseball a lot. Can you give me what the leader do you have that information? Like the best run differential in the league is? Tampa Bay is plus 114. Okay, okay. So, like, I was like, I was but, like, that seems like a really but, extreme end. But Tampa Bay is also, like, as historically bad as, as uh, Boston, or not Boston. Oakland. Uh, as Oakland is playing. Uh, that's how historically good Tampa Bay is playing. They're uh, playing phenomenally. So, Again, 27-7 and seven in 34 games. So, these are so two extreme fantastic. numbers, not yes. normal. The second... Highest is plus sixty eight, and the second lowest is minus sixty nine. Oh my 69. god! Yeah. So both are literally double the next. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So it has been a wild year in baseball. We've seen teams like San Diego, Houston, New York, and uh, both New York teams, teams that are the cream of the crop in their divisions and in their respective leagues, all very middle of the pack right now when it comes to baseball. Is- um, obviously. Just two years ago, they were in the World Series. Just last year, I think they were in the World Series. No. Who was in the World Series last year? Not Pittsburgh, so I didn't Was it care. the Nationals and the no, Astros? the Nationals sucked. No, I was thinking of the Phillies. It was the Phillies and the Astros. Yeah. But just a few years ago, they won the chip. Uh, and now the Nationals are sitting, what, at 23rd? Uh, I did see a clip. I guess like they've re like recently reintroduced uh, checking pitchers for uh, foreign substances. Uh, Max Scherzer of the Nationals got checked four times in one game. Yeah, so Max Scherzer, that's a story. That's actually was the first story. Oh, on my list. Um, a few games ago, Max Scherzer was accused of having stuff and they felt his hand and sure enough there was some sticky substance on his hand he said it was just sweat mixed with a little bit of rosin that he was using earlier it wasn't uh it wasn't like he didn't do it illegally it wasn't on purpose they didn't find it anywhere else they didn't find it hiding in his hat or anything it just happened to be on his fingers uh so since then he got a suspension he appealed it was denied he's finally back and major league baseball has cracked down on checking pitchers he was checked four times in a game at one point, they're checking his hand, his glove, his hats, literally checking his hair. Yeah. Running their fingers through his hair. And you can see him out, what else do you want? And he starts taking off his belt like he's going to get disrobed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He and was, they're, like, they're like, whoa, whoa, let's not be dramatic. And it's like, I'm the one furious. being dramatic. He was and, absolutely furious, and rightfully so. I get it. He was pitching it. a great game. They did end up going on to lose. I believe it was to the Angels in that game. Uh, but um, rightfully upset, a guy you, – you know athletes. Athletes have their routines that yep. they don't like messed up. And a pitcher that's constantly getting stopped, pulled off the mound, questioned. It They're leads leaving to some the zone. Things. And eventually he did give up some hits in that game and it ended up going south. And you can't necessarily totally blame that. Pitchers do have streaks where they have four great innings and then allow five hits in a row. Like, it's not unheard of and it's not crazy, but... I will say this. Let me say this. Hockey is a sport I know the most. And if checking goalies was a thing, I would ask the refs to check the opposing goalie as much as I possibly could. Yeah. I mean... I mean, like, anything to disrupt the rhythm. Because there are positions in sports where 
that psyche is very important and any distraction can knock it off. I'd say yeah. quarterback, pitcher, goalie and goalie. Like yeah. goalie in soccer and goalie yeah, in yeah, hockey. Yeah. Okay, just wanted to make sure that's clear. Um to end it off, uh I I was gonna go into like the stat leaders, who's doing the best right now, where are we at for early MVP voting and all that good stuff. Again, we're 30, 30 35 games into the season. It's yeah. a little early for that, but um, I will say, um, I just want to end it off on a happy note. I like happy notes. There is a pitcher for the Chicago White Sox named okay. Liam Hendricks, mm-hmm. who, uh, during a physical, found some abnormalities, had some tests done, and was discovered he had Hodgkin's lymphoma. Naturally, to an athlete, uh, to anybody, not just an athlete, anybody, the discovery of a cancer diagnosis is horrific. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, the White Sox have been very gracious to him. They're still paying his salary while he stepped away from the team to uh, receive treatment, all that good stuff. Uh, he has finally beaten Hodgkin's lymphoma. He has a clean bill of health. He is cleared and ready to come back. So after a few weeks of working out, getting ready to come back, he made his minor league debut. And in his minor league debut, he threw for four innings. Those four innings were all scoreless through dang near a perfect four innings in his first game back since beating Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, Received a beautiful, heartwarming applause, both coming onto the field and the final time he went off after the fourth. Um, Obviously, we, we talked about this with DeMar Hamlin. We've talked about this in the past. Athletes are not just objects for our entertainment athletes are not just uh people on our tv screens that make us happy make us mad win us money lose us money athletes are people they have their issues they have their problems uh and sometimes their lives are threatened uh and this guy went through something that no one should go through in having a cancer diagnosis a perfectly healthy young man uh he was able to fight through it to defeat it and then to come back after missing significant time and to play phenomenal baseball, to be welcomed by fans of, of his minor league team, uh, and, and I know he's going to be welcomed by the White Sox when he comes back, especially because the White Sox pitching has been awful. Yeah. Uh, but it was just a really cool thing. I read the story, and I was like, man, got to talk about this. And so Liam Hendricks, congratulations on beating cancer. Congratulations on four scoreless innings in your debut coming back. And, uh, yeah, there's a little bit more that I guess we'll get into on the next pod. Uh, but that's baseball. That's basketball, baby. Now we don't have to do it again for, for a another long time. Month. Yeah. Thank God, especially about Woo-hoo. basketball. Woo-hoo. We should talk about baseball more often, though. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, listen, you can whenever you want to talk about baseball, we can talk about baseball. I expected you to be like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> baseball, baby. Hey, if there's a time for us to talk about baseball, it's while the Pirates are good, because we all know uh, that's not going to last. Yeah. Long. Also, I mean, shoot, we're probably going to have to lean on baseball a little bit here in like a month and a half. Are you kidding me? There's so much stuff we could say about football in the off season. I can go ahead and make another QB tier list, piss some people off, and get a couple of... Yeah, 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 I'm sure you could. Yeah, I got Anthony Richardson as seventh best in the league, baby. Not actually. Okay. okay. All my rookies are pretty much tied for 32nd yeah. because, yeah. you know, they're rookies. Yeah. But, uh, listen, I don't know if you like it when we talk about baseball. 
I know that you probably don't. I know. I'm one of the few that enjoys it. I know you probably don't like it when we talk about basketball, based on feedback we've gotten in the past. Yeah, it's, and, and it's, it's not funny. because you don't like basketball, it's because you don't like us talking It's about funny, it. dude, because people will be like, oh, talk about basketball, talk about basketball, talk about basketball, and then we talk about basketball, and our inboxes are filled with, wow, that was trash, you never like do that again. You sound like nudie. And then, and then sometime, Which is fair. That some time goes by, and they're like, basketball, basketball, and we're like, nuh-uh-oh, nuh-uh-oh. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Speaking of basketball, who do you think is going to win it all this year? The Wizards. But, like, really? Oh, um, probably, honestly, dude, like, probably Phoenix. That's a really loaded roster. I don't know if they get past Denver, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I mean, like, that that is a tough hole to be in. Especially if Jamal Murray keeps playing well. I don't. Uh, I just can't confidently vote against. I'm going. That. I'm going Lakers, baby. Okay, you not actually. I don't actually think that. I don't really know if I'm being honest. I could see a lot of teams winning it. I have obviously not watched enough, so like the eye test is non-existent with me. Yeah. Uh, but I'm rooting for the Lakers because I'm a diehard LeBron fan. I'm a LeBron stan, as they say these days. Um, so let's go, Lake Show. Get that man number five. He's the goat. Yeah. I. Real quick, there's been this debate that if the Warriors win this, is Steph considered better than LeBron all time? I have only heard that from one person. I think that is laughable. Laughable. I've heard it from a lot of people. Stephen A. has said it. Um, Skip Bayless has said it. You mean these TV personalities who are required to say inflammatory things to get views? That's fair. But it's still laughable. And what did it what did it do? It did what it was supposed it to. It inflamed me, that's for sure. But uh, listen, I don't know who your pick is to win the NBA Finals. I don't know who your favorite baseball team is or how they're doing. Uh, I, but all I do know is we're just here so we don't get fined. What just happened? I don't know. I panicked. <laughs>